Welcome to the weekend show with Medium J. Today, I gotta say, right off the bat, I gotta get it out of the way. Uh, I'm sipping on some fucking Smirnoff. Smirnoff is a poor niggas drink, but I drank it. I drank it. Shouts out to my nigga Kodak Black. Uh, and again, I gotta get this out. Uh, I do not support Palestine. I do not support Israel. I am standing today with Snoop Dogg. In his uh, in support of him quitting smoking weed, man, because it's just legendary, man. Uh, I'm sure you guys heard this. You know, Snoop Dogg. It's not a meme. He's actually, you know, trying his best to quit weed because of, uh, you know, he wants to watch his grandkids grow up, and he doesn't want. He wants to be president in a moment, which makes sense. And a lot of these fucking stoners don't get it through their thick skulls, man. There's so many people, so many dudes, you know, use the Snoop Dogg argument. You know, it's the Wiz Khalifa argument. Ah, oh, these niggas smoke weed every day. Look at them. They're successful. Yeah. You know, to an extent. You know what I mean? Snoop Dogg is Snoop Dogg. You know, he, he became the the smoker of chronic, right? You know, la-da-da-da-da. It was his persona, right? But as, I mean, how old is he now? What, he's 60, 50, 60 years old? He's an old dude. And at a certain point, man, it's like he's got grandkids growing up going like... You know, can you can you stop getting high, you know, Grandpa? You know what I mean? And just be in the moment. Like, I know, like, we're fucking... It's hard to, you know, play, you know, football in the Little League with these kids and stuff. But you, how, how does it look like when Snoop Dogg's... Oh, hold on, son. I got to go run into the back and take a, take a few bong rips real quick. You know what I mean? I know you're... I know you're fucking... You know, you're... It's... It's... it's you know, you're... you're, you're fucking eight yards and, and down you know down with three three plays to go or some shit i don't know what the fuck i'm saying but you know yeah your kids little league you know you're missing it because he's fucking out back puff puffing on that chronic right i just think it's uh it, it it it's it's something that i think most people have to deal with and 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 whether you're a stoner or you're sober or you're in the middle you know, at a certain point, like, you know, if you're getting high every day, there you're and your tolerance builds up, you eventually one point go, man, I'm doing, like, I'm living to get high instead of, you know, getting high off life, right? And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just funny seeing Snoop Dogg, you know, you know, it's, it's never too late to quit your, you know, substance abuse. But, uh, yeah, as long as the D-O-double-G goes... I too will go without smoking THC as well. So I'll just make that. If he if he breaks down, if you see him at any point smoking up the reefer, then I'm I'm gonna go back onto it. So we're we're drinking, smoking cigs, doing the damn thing. And uh, today is gonna be one of those those rapper fucking. It's, it's the rapper vlog. It's the rapper news. It's the rapper podcast. Let's get into it. Drake released his new version of his album, For All the Dogs, with three, or no, six, sorry, it was actually six additional tracks, right? And it was titled The Scary Hours Edition, right? The Scary Hours Edition. Ooh, ooh, Drake's bars. Ooh, it's scary hours. Scary hours three. I, I honestly don't know what Drake's trying to do with this. 
But uh, in the edition, he calls Taylor Swift a nigga. He just said, he just keeps like, fuck it. Fuck it. You know what I mean? He's really, you know, really appealing to the white women fan base that he has. He cultivated. You know what I mean? Taylor Swift, that's my nigga. Well, okay. You know what I mean? And saying that she's the only one to get him to push his album back, right? Now, Taylor Swift, I, like, if, I'm, if you're Drake and it, it's... You gotta... Is Drake in the same lane as Taylor? I guess. If you're reaching that pop music. I, I don't know. Like, the fans... If, if Drake and Taylor drop on the same day, I doubt that people are gonna go, well, I listened to the entire Drake album. I can't listen to... Ta or I listened to the entire Taylor Swift album. I can't even fathom... Dr I can't listen to Drake right now. There's only so much fucking, you know... Uh, Go, a ghost written bars that, that are like that relate to everybody that you can listen to right you can only listen to popular music so long before you want to kill yourself you can only listen to the radio so long before you want to drive off a cliff right so it's like alright you gotta dilute the mainstream you know you gotta filter out the bullshit in the mainstream go alright push, push the album back a week I don't know man I think uh, Drake he his his Albums are starting to sound like complaints. It's getting to the point where everything I listen to from from Drake is starting to sound like he's complaining about shit. And I know that rich people have rich people problems, you know, rich nigga problems. But like, man, like it's like, dude, like, you know, oh man, Drake, uh, Taylor, Taylor's pushing your album, uh, pushing her album coming out. Okay, I'm dropping, I'm pushing my album, but like. I don't think that's even need. Like, it's like not a. It's not a noteworthy mention, let alone something that most people want to listen to, as far as music goes. I don't. I can't. I can't imagine most people, especially the fan base that Drake cultivated, because it's like cloud chasers. So cloud chasers are going like, ah, well, you know, it's, it's, Taylor Swift's a nigga. Are we gonna start going around calling Taylor Swift a nigga? You know, Taylor Swift goes. <laughs> Taylor Swift uh, was was just pictured out of breath on her Brazil concert in Rio, right? All right, that nigga can't breathe. <laughs> Basically, like George Floyd. Basically, the same. That nigga, the nigga's suffering, can't breathe, bro. She, she nigga's out of breath, bro. I just, I don't know. I don't think it's going to catch on that we're going to start calling Taylor Swift a nigga. I know Drake makes a lot of silly trends become very popular, but ask yourself, when you go to sleep at night, you go, am I going to be really comfortable if I can start calling Taylor Swift a nigga? You know what I mean? And again, like as a white woman, do, do white women want to be called nigga? <laughs> I mean, is that a thing? Is that something? I, I, I don't know much about why, you know, the white women politics. I don't know the the... The 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 day to day living of white women, but I I don't know if they want to be like yeah that's the sh Taylor Swift's the only nigga that you know that makes me push. It's just a weird thing, man. It's a weird reach that I feel like Drake constantly does, and he commit he commits himself to these weird roles, right? Uh, I, you know what? Fuck it, I gotta do this. I feel like uh, yeah, and then this Pusha T shit he he dissed on his album, right? Pusha T came out and dissed Drake back in 2018. So you know, you know, I mean, there's you know, there's a grudge going on with Drake. 
uh, Pusha T dissed Drake's friend and producer Forty back in back in 2018 with the story of Adon Adon Adidon Adidon. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know how to really pronounce that. I, I like listen to the song. It's a fire song. I fuck with it. It really fucking. My buddy Mitchell actually said like you know. Drake's like yo rapping like yo you you shit broke you know you you're broke and you ain't you ain't you ain't sell sell out like me you ain't sell out uh, arenas like me, and then Pusha T came in and said you know what Drake why is why is your grandma have such bad health like he literally went in like deep cuts right, and and Pusha T came in and said to you know forties he he talked about forties multiple sclerosis, sclerosis disorder right, <laughs> it's crazy man he said like. I can't remember the bar exactly. It was like, uh, you know, he's, you know, he's got multiple sclerosis. Tick, tick, tick. Like, you know, how long is he gonna live? You know what I mean? Because this nigga sick, sick, sick. It's just fucked up. <laughs> it was a fucked up. It was a, it was a vicious bar. And he also, you know, mentioned this was the first appearance of Drake's son on a Pusha T album. You know what I mean? Brought him up, and people are like, wait a minute, this nigga has a son. You know what I mean? So it's all fucking politics in 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 the in the fucking big in big music. It's fucked. It's fucked, man. It's all weird in an image and shit. But again, Drake is the type of guy to hide the world from his son. <laughs> Soldier Boy said it best on on the fucking on I think what is it the Breakfast Club? Oh, what the fuck is that with Charlemagne and fucking and uh, the Breakfast Club interview? Drake's got a you know Drake nigga Drake. Nigga that's trying to hide his kid from the, you know, trying to hide his kid from the world, but couldn't hide the world from his kid. Nigga Drake, that shit was uh, it was legendary with the Gucci band head, legendary Soldier Boy man, legendary bro. But uh, again man, with that disc coming out, uh, Drake, you know, oh wait wait, well this about forties multiple sclerosis uh, disorder, and it's like it's no wonder why uh, Drake's production seems to be lacking a spine. You know what I mean? <laughs> The, the the flows that Drake produces it's it's meant for people that sit down, you know what I mean. Uh, but Drake comes at comes at uh, Pusha T on uh, on scary hours, calling uh, Pusha T broke, right? You know, and Drake also disses Ye too, right? And it's like you know people on online have been saying like I guess it lives rent free in his head, right? Like it's the, those the bars that he put. It's twenty eighteen. You gotta think about that. that's five years. That's five years to not get over it, especially when you're bringing it up. Like just right now, it's like I I remember thinking when that bar, when that shit dropped, I'm like, ooh, the best thing to do is not even address it. Just not even address it, right? Just get your money, Drake. You're rich. You know, you're famous. You're probably never gonna have to fucking work a day in your life. You know, if you just don't mention this, you're you're like not. But as soon as you start doing this, you're all the people that didn't listen to it, all the people that never heard Pusha T, all the, people go back, people go back to albums, people. So I don't know if it's like a, if it's one of those like you know tit for tat things, if they're just doing an internet beef thing. But I, I gotta admit, man, like that fucking story of Adonis shit is a heavy hitter kind of thing, right? It was so big, it got Drake to start looking after his son. It's craziest shit I've ever seen, right? I wish someone dissed me like that, so I started looking after my son. You know what I mean? But again, my baby mama crazy as fuck. 
You know what I mean? My baby mama, you know, fucking, she just wanted a kid, and I gave it to her. You know what I mean? Dif- di- totally different. Totally different. But, yeah. Um, well, I don't know, man. Uh, fucking, the album really does, you know, bro. I think it really did break Drake back in t- 2018. It really fucked him up, man. And I feel like Drake, nowadays, he's making music for people that stay online all the time, right? There's a lot of people that just are online, right? There's the, oh my God, Drake mentioned this and this, and, and they're breaking it down, and he's and I think he's just making music for those types of niggas. He's making those people, the people that live online more, time, more th- than they go outside. Those are the motherfuckers that Drake makes music for. Hmm. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. Cassie, the R&B singer. Uh, I actually really like this singer. Uh, is is apparently she's suing Diddy over years of alleged abuse. Right, accuses the mogul of forcing her to engage in acts with male prostitutes. Just sounds like a good time, Cassie. Why are you complaining? You know what I mean? You get you get to fuck another dude. You know what I mean? He's probably he probably paid for Diddy probably paid for these male prostitutes. Not gonna lie. And, and blowing up Kid Cudi's car. I don't understand that. Did she, did she, you know, she, he forced her to blow up Kid Cudi's car. I don't understand. That's a weird, it's a weird thing to happen. I never heard of that. You know what I mean? Right off the bat, that sounds weird. Like, who sets, did she set fire to, did she throw a Molotov? Did, you know, what kind of shit is Diddy, what kind of fucking uh, Hamas terrorist attack is Diddy running to, to try to sabotage Kid Cudi? I don't know. I don't know what this is, but this is legitimately a, what is a federal lawsuit, and it was uh, ten long years of fucking of, of of torture that Cassie Cassie explains. But again, to me, man, on this on the back end, it's like Diddy fucking probably made this bitch's career low key, and and women nowadays they're so ungrateful, man. It's ten years of fucking throwing wild parties, you know the Diddy parties, you know having fun. You know what I mean? He's paying for male prostitutes for again. You know what I mean? Not many women get to get the chance to cheat on their man, let alone the dude supplying dudes for you. So these male prostitutes coming in, and your girl, you know, you're just having fun, throwing parties. You know what I mean? And your girl turns around and says, "You know what? I was emotionally, mentally, and physically abused, bitch. Bitch, you asked me to choke you in bed, right? You asked me to choke you. You said you gotta, you need to, you need to be, you need a fucking." A hand around your throat while we're fucking type shit, right? I, I just don't get women. You can never, they'll never be satisfied, right? Diddy's fucking, he's got like bad boy records. He's got fucking, you know, he's got all these labels. He's got businesses. He owns Ciroc type shit. Like he's a, he's a balling ass nigga, man. And and still, you know, he wakes up 10 years and, and the woman that he's been with for 10 years looks at you and goes, yeah, everything he did, I was uncomfortable with. Slim Thug even brings it up. Slim Thug, we're bringing up Slim Thug. Slim Thug goes, why didn't that bitch speak out earlier, right? Ten years of suffering? Like, at, at a certain point, right? And uh, I heard this porn this porn uh, producer, uh, filmer, fucking video photographer, editor, dude, uh, talk about it. And he said, like, nowadays women will go through shit and, like... It looks like everything's okay. So throughout the day, you think everything's okay. But And the reason why he got out of porn nowadays is because back in the day when you'd film porn, a girl would go, all right, stop. I'm not comfortable with this, right? 
And nowadays, women kind of go through it, even though in the back of their mind, they're, they're not comfortable with certain things. And this is porn, obviously. It's a little bit different than what, I'm t what we're talking about here. But again, they go like, they deal with it. And then they go, a, um, a month later, they go, yeah, everything that happened in that month with that, you know, the filming and doing that shit or whatever they're a part of, they go, yeah, that I was actually like, you know, physically, mentally, and emotionally abused. And you go, Jesus Christ, like, bitch, like, why didn't you just say something? We would have stopped. We could easily just stopped it. You know what I mean? We thought you were having fun. You were smiling with cum on your face and shit, right? So, again, these, the Me Too movement really fucked up the porn porn industry in, in that regard, right? Because so many people are getting fucking, so many people are getting fucking exiled out of the, out of this. But again, with, with Diddy, like, like, like what fucking Slim Thug said, it's like, you had ten, you, 10 years and you finally do it. And uh, some people are saying it's like a cash grab kind of thing. Uh, Cassidy, Cassie hasn't been making music like she has. Uh, it's, I don't where's her money coming from, right? And it's like, it's, it's just easy to just go, you know what? Fuck it. I, I've been abused. All the parties, all the fun, all the prostitutes that he sent to me that I fucked. At a certain point, couldn't you just go listen? Man? It's a, Just say that we fucked. You know, it's a process. I'm pretty sure the male prostitute, I mean, you just go, I, I'm getting paid either way, right? Kind of thing. It shows up, you know, just fucking hide in the closet. Let's play some, let's play Pokemon, you know, let's play like fucking... Let's play around a Call of Duty on on the Xbox and just just tell Diddy we we are fucking in the bed. And again, that's this really weird. I, I don't know if is I don't know how much is true on this because it's all alleged. But it is weird that Diddy's like a cock, right? He's a, I could I could see it. Take that, take that. You know what I mean? He's in the background. He's he's in the closet looking through the uh, through the blinds. Take that, take that, Dick. Oh yeah, take that. It's weird, right? That, that is weird. And I don't understand if that type of shit did happen. But at the end of the day, you know, Cassie's a fine girl and she's smart and she's fucking successful in her own right. Whether or not if she was signed to bad boy or whatever, it's like a make or break career type shit. I don't know. She is a good, successful singer. I'm sure that, you know, whatever, Columbia Records or fucking, you know, Eminem's fucking record company with Dr. Dre, Aftermath. I'm sure anyone would pick her up in terms of just her catalog alone, right? Or just fucking, she made great R&B music back in, you know, the early 2000s or 2010s or whatever. I don't know. Either way, again, it's like these women, man. No, you, you can't satisfy them, right? All the male prostitutes in the world are still, still, you know, she's still complaining about, but she'll still leave you. It's crazy. Huh? Mm. This isn't really rap, so you know. I mean, I got a couple no no rap. Uh, we'll, 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 we're gonna you know we're gonna move. We're turning left in the fork of the road, right? The Rock came on Joe Rogan's podcast last week and said to Joe, "There was actually Secret Service agents or C Secret Service men coming to his door trying to get him to run for president." Right? Uh, this is wild, right? Because I thought that shit was just a meme. I thought that shit was just a fucking meme. I thought like low key when people were like the rock for president, Oprah for president. I thought that shit was really fucking just like, just, you know, some people going like, yeah, the fucking politics is so fucking shitty. Let's get the rock in there. 
But The Rock came on Joe Rogan and said, no, like, actually, some dudes, the men in black motherfuckers, showed up with the squad cars and shit and said, like, yo, if you taking this shit seriously, Rock? You know what I mean? Here's a, a detailed list of, like, the events that's going to happen throughout, you know, if you're going to, if you want to be, if you, if you really want this juice, right? If you really want this shit, here's what... And they laid out details, and, and he didn't really go into I wish Joe Rogan, you know, at that point, I wish Joe Rogan used his awesome interview skills instead of going like, oh, I just like to have, I just like to have the, you know, on the podcast, I just like to have conversations. I just like to talk. At that point, you go, what did it detail, right? What was the true, like, what did they truly say as a president? You know, it kind of push them. Like, I know, you, ah, you know, there's crazy stuff that, you know, I'm not too sure if I could disclose. But what was like the, what was the end goal for you if you were to run for president, right? Because that's kind of weird that they have a laid out plan for her. I don't know if it just got really popular. I think it literally just got really popular on the internet. And people were like, yeah, let's get the rock in. And then they're like, all right, so let's create the plan. There's like, with presidents and president briefings, they got the plan A, they got the plan B, they got the plan C, and the plan D. Now you get to you gotta pick, you know, four options, right? So I wonder what the the rock option would be for the presidency. And it's crazy, man. It's just kind of like, kind of makes me think like a lot of this shit's rigged. Kind of makes me think a lot of this shit kind of like it's not real. Like, right? Especially if you're trying to get the rock to run for president. Like they already, he is a smooth talker and he he's smart. He charismatic. He's in shape, so I'm I'm sure a lot of you know the policies in the U.S. would get it would turn people around, especially because most people in in America are fat, right? Their health is 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 deteriorating, so it'd be like it'd be great to have him as the thing, as opposed to this guy that weakened at Burning's mother, motherfucker, you know, barely hanging on, right? Being the leader of the free world, it's crazy, man. Uh, moving on. Elon Musk, the free speech king, is under a bit of hot water with the Jewish community today as he replied to a tweet that said this. Right now, I got I got this tweet. I got to pull it up. No, this tweet's fucking wild. So, the artist, I guess his name's the artist formerly known as Eric. Now, I never even heard of an artist named uh, Eric. But uh, he says, okay. Jewish communities have been pushing the exact kind of dialytical hatred against whites that they claim they want people to stop using against them. I'm deeply disinterested in giving the tiniest shit now about Western Jewish po uh, populations coming to the disturbing realization that those hordes of minorities that support flooding their country don't exactly like them too much. They, you want truth said to your face? There it is. Elon Musk replies to this. And that was on November 15th, right? So just recent. And Elon Musk replies to this saying, you have said the actual truth. So, again, I don't see what... The, I don't know if that's anti-Semitic. If it is, it's saying, listen, there's a lot of Jewish people that... that again, I, it's, it's a very wordy thing. It's kind of hard to even pick out what the fucking... Like, if you're dumb, you probably can't really get it. And I'm kind of fucking dumb. I don't really understand what 
deeply disinterested in giving the tiniest amount of shit about Western Jewish populations coming to disturbing realization that those hordes of minorities are flooding the country. They don't exactly like them too much. So with uh, the Jewish community, they have this weird rhetoric where wherever they go in different countries, they start flooding uh, the place with minorities that don't look like the... Again, I don't... Again, uh, it's, it's really... Actually, it's real dicey getting... Because it's, it's accusing all of the community that only the, the, the elites do it. It's the elite. It's the Jewish elite. Like, the, like what Kanye West said, the Jewish media does these weird uh, things to break up the uh, other communities, right? A lot of uh, what, 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 what Palestine, it's Israel. There's Palestinians in, there's Palestinians in Israel, right? But they don't want them there. Right. That's the, that's the thing. So when Jewish people come into a community and then they start getting minorities in there, uh, I don't know if it's, it's bad or anything, but when they don't, they don't want it's it's good for uh, the gander is good for the goose. They don't want that. I think I don't know if it's it's fucking real dice. Actually, right, right now I'm under I feel like I'm under trying to defend that. I'm not trying to defend that. I'm just thinking Elon Musk, much like. Much like I think the the fans of Drake, Elon Musk has since buying Twitter, he's spent too much time on on Twitter, and when you spend a lot of time on Twitter, you you tend to get a little racist. <laughs> you, you tend to get a little racist. You tend to hate a little bit of the uh, the you t you tend to look at shit. I you know you spend enough time on 4chan, you tend to start you tend to start hating blacks and the Jews, right? So uh, I wait. I think. Uh, I think I'm pretty sure Elon Musk also, you know, shared uh, a video. Uh, he shared a video, fucking that fucking Seinfeld bit. What is it? That Seinfeld bit with fucking George, George as uh, uh, George as a Nazi. <laughs> oh man. Oh, fucking ads on YouTube, man. And again, you know, this is this is a side note. Uh, they were banning ads in a... I can't even remember. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck that news. The black... You read Would the... Would you ma like to look it over? Your manifest. <laughs> Elon Musk shared this. It's basically... It's, it's basically shared this. crazy man i don't know i think elon musk's the best bet just to stop stop going on twitter so much man just you know what i mean not everything needs to be your you know your fucking your your opinion you know or your opinion doesn't need to be shared so much but it is crazy when 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 elon musk said you know a lot of this shit you know is fucking controlled by these elite jewish uh communities it is crazy when you turn around and look and go, oh, fuck, all, like, they're pulling all ads from the platform of, 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 uh, of X, right? It's not Twitter, it's X now. 
they're pulling all of the fucking ads. So it's like, as soon as you say something bad, all of the ads uh, revenue stops coming in. All the people that are fucking pulling ads or making ads, they're just pulling them. It's it's interesting, man. It's this thing. I don't know what goes on. And, uh, and again, there is a lot more hatred for Israel and the Jewish community now because of this whole Palestine and Israel thing. And, and, a little beef never hurts anybody, right? It's like the uh, until the niggas start dying, and people are dying. So we gotta, it's, we gotta stop. I don't know. I, I honestly don't know the end goal for what's going on. In, in Elon, Elon Musk is a smart guy, but again, smart people make bad decisions. Nikola Tesla was uh, a great inventor, but. Thomas Edison was better at, at the promotion and marketing. I don't know. Elon Musk is not really the best promotion, promoter guy. He's not really, like, he kind of does things a little wonky. He's, he's silly. Um, you know, there's he said specifically there's never going to be ads for Tesla, which was kind of weird. That's a weird thing. Like, that, it's all word of mouth. At a, at a certain point, you know, just put up a billboard or, what, you know what I mean? Just do something to, you know, get your, your especially if your company's tanking and, and you're saying you're having trouble with uh, manufacturing. Just say, hey, listen, we're hiring, for, you know, Tesla. or so, Just put out an ad on Indeed or something for that. It's just weird, man. But, again, he's smart and I guess he, he sees his, his plan. Every smart person has their little end goal, end of the thing, kind of end of the road, where they want to be in life. But uh, yeah, moving on. We'll get back to the rap rapper shit. Russ, the rapper that's too cool for the game itself, right? I, I don't like this rapper. I hate him. He makes good music. Uh, don't get me wrong. He makes good music, but he's one of those dudes that uh, I can't. I, and I'm one of those guys that I can't. They say separate the art from the music or separate. I, I like, I you know, I can go. I like R. Kelly's music. I don't like what he's done. I like fucking what Kanye West's done for music and hip hop. I don't really like when he goes like, oh, you know, all of the Jewish shit is fucking is why I'm fucked up and they're fucking me over. It's something that you're it's your personal. It's a fight that you're fighting personally. Right. But with Russ, for me, I look at him and go, he's just seems like he's just better than music itself. He lo- he walks around with that air of arrogance and I go, your music's not that good. You know what I mean? Michael Jackson could have probably done it. Prince could do that, where he's like, I don't want people to fucking remix my shit kind of thing. I don't want... Russ isn't... He's not fucking the best rapper or singer out there. So you're not you're not making music good enough for you to be in this realm where you're untouchable. And come to find out, he says he's been, you know, recently the victim of a home burglary in Georgia. He called the cops at about you know 1 a.m. 2 a.m. saying that these thieves made off with five guns, a pair of designer purses, and his girlfriend's Mercedes fucking Benz. 2020 Mercedes Benz, right? Uh, it's crazy that type of shit. Uh, but again, I go like, this is the, this, and as popular as Russ is, 
I don't know if it's fucking again with the industry shit. I don't know if this is like a fucking thing to get people talking about him again. I don't know if this is like, hey man, get some dudes steal some shit from me. I don't know if this is a Je- another Jesse Smollett thing, right? And with Russ, I go, I look at him and I go, I don't trust. Him. You know what I mean? If I were to fall backwards, I would expect Russ to go, man, I ain't fucking, you know, I ain't catching this nigga. You know, pick yourself up, right? Type shit. That's Russ. That's what I I look at Russ and I go, if we're in a sinking boat together, he's going to stand there and cross his arms saying he's too good enough to fucking take the water out the fucking boat. And I go, God damn, nigga, give me that bucket. Give me that two bucket. Give me the second bucket. I'm going to fucking haul ass and get us to fucking safety. And then he'll make a song saying he did all the work. That's the type of shit Russ, I think, is on, right? A lot of these niggas like J. Cole and Drake, they spin their narratives as how they're the fucking golden childs and they're the ones always in the right and their enemies are somehow always in the wrong. Much like, I'm not even going to say it. I'm not even going to say it. But, okay, moving on. Lil Yachty states that hip-hop is in a terrible place right now. As if it's a lot of, you know, as it's like a lot of quick, low-quality music being put out. There's so much fucking mumble rap. There's so much shit. And this is coming from the rapper with a number one hit song that's, you know, with the lyrics called Play With The Pussy Like Peekaboo. That was his best song. You know what I mean? I'm not even capping. That was his fucking number one hit. You know, fuck, you know, fuck it. Uh, Play With The Pussy Like Peekaboo. And he has yet to top that song with anything else, with his mumble rap, right? He also has a quote called, uh, this is a quote, and, and this is a song that I actually like. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm medium jabe. You know, your boy can go lyrical and he can have some fun, witty, you know, fun, silly, silly nonsensical shit like Wayne does. But uh, fuck all, he is, his lyric is, fuck all that lyrical shit have me snoring. And I go like, you know, and and, and, and I was in the song Hasselhoff. Uh, I go like, yo. I'm rocking with you if that's you, right? If that's you and that's what you stick to, if that's your guns and you're sticking to them and you're not letting them get stolen like like uh, like like Rust has been, if that's you and that's who you are, yeah, fuck, yeah, fuck all that lyrical shit. Yo, fucking more power to you. I'll lift my glass and I'll drink to that. Fuck yeah, fuck the lyrical shit. And then you're coming out going like, yo, there's so much low quality you know, music being put out and it's just like quick, quick turnovers. You know, don't go back on what you said. You said that shit maybe like five, six years ago. You said that shit. You know, stick with it, man. Like, don't be fucking turning. Don't be turning and pivoting when you kind of get fed up with your own little battles. Every artist goes through their little battles in, in their life. And every artist feels like they're not fucking compensated. Every artist. If Eminem can get on the track with Nate Dogg and say... I feel like I'll never get the recognition I deserve. It's your Eminem. I, and I, I think I've said this before. If not, I, I think about this quite a bit. I, that line, I'm like, yo, he is Eminem. If he thinks he's not getting the recognition he deserves, then truly every artist has to have that feeling. And I see these artists nowadays, and I'm like, yo, these guys all kind of are in this zone of like, making it's not really mumble rap anymore like there's this guy ghost man 
And it's like, uh, I'm dropping bodies in Elka, and I'm doing, you know, keep a, keep a body in the trunk. I don't give a fuck. And it's like, they're rapping fast, kind of. You know what I mean? They speed up the tempo. They got this booming bass. And it's like, uh, it's heavy trap over like, uh, I'm, a, I'm a killer. I'm a, I'm a killer. And, and somehow they all rap with this ridiculously deep voice. And there's a lot of dudes copying that ghost man and suicide boy shit. But if you take that and you take those elements from those guys and you do that and you repeat it, it's a golden formula because it's super easy to write those types of like, I'm a killer. I'm a killer. And it's super easy to go into that road where it's like there's nothing really connecting other than, oh, I'm dropping bodies, I'm smoking perp, uh, you know what I mean? I'm fucking bitches in the throat. And, and it's like, again, there's nothing really there of substance. But these dudes make like fucking mil millions of people listen to them. If you're just a clone of, of Ghost Main or Suicide Boys or whatever those dudes are, you can be. So you could have your little fame and you can make your internet niche and fucking you can sell out shows and be popular. But I go, none of it is fucking really thing. And Lil Yachty, it's funny when he says shit like that, because I never thought Lil Yachty was the greatest. His his last, I think, real hit was Poland. I took the walk to Poland. You know, that was it. You know, he's, it's him bringing lean to Poland. That's the song. So again, if you if you think about it, you go, little Yachty man, you're you're fucking you're literally going like, hey man, this is hip hop is in a terrible state. Mostly it's because of guys like you, Lil Yachty. You're a clone of like like Lil Wayne's clone. Literally this, little that. You're part of the little Yachty. You know what I mean? Yacht. You know, a little yacht. Little boat, it's I, I I don't get how you can literally get on fucking get on uh, you know interview or on Twitter or whatever the fuck it came from and and state that go and yeah everybody else doing shit is is bad but me but me you know, it's the everyone sucks but me you know Homer Simpson everybody sucks but me deep down you're you're basking in in the shitty state of hip hop right now you're basking in it. And if and if it and since the market t turns and maybe you're not getting the fucking recognition you deserve, and you get on and say, all right, now it's in a bad place. Now that it's not benefiting me, you know, it's what's good for the goose is good for the gander or whatever the fuck. It's a good if it's not if it's if it's good for you, it was good for you. It's good for these young niggas doing the same shit that you were doing, same shit that you were spewing, right? I don't know, man. Uh, again, uh, another fucking guy, another rapper that's fucking constantly losing his edge in the same fucking sense of what they used to be in the back in the day. And this is funny, man, because it's Tyler, the creator. He goes in on rappers, you know, shoe shopping in interviews and eating hot wings on hot ones. Right. He says this shit saying rappers shouldn't be, you know, rappers should be talking about their music, promoting their shit. You know, what I mean, talk about the creative process. Don't be, you know, talking, to, talking about talking to a dude while eating hot wings and, you know, ch you know, uh, fucking deep throating hot wings, whatever he said. Right. Again, this also coming from a guy who for almost the first few years, I was a very big fan of Tyler, the creator growing up. He was like, he changed, he changed that era with him and odd future. He made rap kind of fun, loose. 
it was the often people said that they're the new Wu Tang, and I don't know if that was. And I mean, you know, it's hindsight's twenty twenty. Clearly, they're just they're just a little pop and group, and then as soon as they got big, they kind of split up and went their own separate ways. But again, for the first few years of his his interviews, Tyler the Creator fucked around consistently. He would just troll people. He was constantly trolling. I remember, man, his newly acquired fame, he would just troll the interviewers heavily and he never answered the questions seriously. So, the fuck are you saying, dude? Are you really that fucking dense? Are these rappers this dense? Because I remember specifically, soon as Tyler the Creator, Tyler the Creator had a picture with Eminem. Then, like, a couple years later, and Eminem talks about this. Eminem said, like, yo, I don't know why this motherfucker's dissing me. Eminem said he, you know, or uh, no, Tyler the Creator said some shit about how uh, Eminem fucking, you know, is boring. He makes boring music nowadays. And, uh, you know, he liked his old shit, like, with relapse and whatnot. But again, man, it's like these these rappers get to a certain stage in their life and they immediately start erasing what they've done in the past. The fuck them all attitude. Fuck them all. And then you go, hey, man, you know, actually, I'm really concerned. I really don't want DJ Khaled shoe shopping in a complex magazine interview. Right. Like, it's like, is, is that your battle? Is that the hill you're trying to die on? Because deep down, who gives a fuck? If I if you see, especially DJ Khaled and especially these rappers doing going on, you see these rappers doing that bullshit. You go, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't really matter. None of that shit matters. And at the same time, you go, fuck, man, they're you pivot right if the game is going one way pivot it so that you're part you're part of the industry pivot to the point where you go all right fuck it if they're doing if they're going left i'm going right they're going up i go low if they're going high, low i go high if they're go, i'll go around you know type i don't know man figure it out man these these dudes again like uh loiter squad was him and his boys an odd future literally pretending to just be jackass it like now you go like that's a ridiculous thing that's like that has nothing to do with the music it's just them fucking around doing silly stunts and pranks on 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 fucking camera man i don't know man these dudes are definitely calling the kettle black right it's the pot killing calling the kettle black either either die a hero from a drug overdose or a shootout in in to gang violence go to prison you know what I mean? Or live your, long enough to become a villain to your former self, man. It's crazy. Uh, you know, you, you just start hating on the shit that you used to just make. The shit that you used to go, you know, you start hating on the shit you used to be. And you start fucking, <clears throat> now you start fucking seeing all the shit that you talked back in the day, you slowly become. You're slowly becoming the guy. Right, little Yachty specifically said, "Right, fuck all that lyrical shit." And now he's like, "Yo, wait, hey, time out right now. I'm pretty sure this uh, the, this rap game is fucking having a very difficult time with quality music. I, and everyone has their own kind of opinion on quality music, but I wouldn't go, yo, Tyler the Creator, Lil Yachty. These guys are really the defining era of music. I wouldn't say that." I would say, you know, they're part of like, they're part of the, you know, the list of rappers. They're the, I'd put them in B categories. Tyler, the creator, if he didn't do so much fucking saying like, I'm the greatest, he could, I don't know, even if, 
Mm. You know what? Tyler Crater made good music, but I don't keep him near. I don't keep him. Earl Sweatshirt, his friend, I think, and Haji Beats were the actual, like, sonically dudes, right? And I think because Earl maybe smokes a little bit of weed, you know what I mean, drinks a little bit. But again, yeah, these rappers are just turning fucking themselves inside out, trying to fucking, I don't know, trying to find some sort of justification as to why they're still in it. Maybe it's imposter syndrome. I don't know, man. But it's like, again, with Snoop Dogg, especially with Snoop Dogg, too. Snoop Dogg's the guy that's like, man, he, I remember a couple years ago, listen, he, right after he did that song with Eminem. And Eminem has been sober for, I don't know, fucking 30 years by now. I don't know. Eminem has been sober for a while. But Eminem fucking did a song with Snoop Dogg. And then fucking Snoop Dogg gets on fucking a comedy thing. Again, you know, following the t- Tyler Creators, you know, to, to Tyler, to, to fucking, to fucking Tyler Creators dismay. He, he went and, and he fucking was doing a, he was hosting a comedy show. Like they had D. Ray Davis and fucking. Darnell Rollins, they, you know, it's a fucking. I actually like the comedy thing, but I remember right off the bat, Snoop Dogg comes out and hosts, and he's like, you know, get high, motherfuckers, pull your drink, you know what I mean, smoke your weed, get lit, and he said, yo, I don't trust, you know, y'all the motherfuckers ever meet a guy and that don't get high, yeah, I don't like it, I don't like a motherfucking nigga that don't get high. Let's start this show. Drink your shit, smoke your shit. Do your pills, do whatever you're for. He was doing, and it was like, to pivot after a couple of years, you know what I mean? After saying that and going like, you know what? I got to fucking get my life together. It's fucking, it's a lot. I, I don't know what it is, but I think it's like a lot of these dudes, they get into these fucking roles or something. Like, I will never commit 100% to anything of my personality. Because I know deep down, man. I'll, I'll try to be so I'll joke I'll, I may joke or do a bit and go like I ain't never touching this again I'm sober bro I'm fucking fucking it or I'm, I'm fucking bitches or I'm doing this or I'm doing that or I'm, I'm gonna get money or I'm gonna quit rap or I'm, I, but I never commit 100% because I know deep down as an artist we're flaky as fuck man we're poets we make writing we rhyme that's it a lot of these niggas put too much emphasis on what they are, like they're gods or something, like they're godly. You know what I mean? We're fucking bitches at the end of the day. Like not, I mean, we're fucking hoes and shit like that. But we're not. We're bitches. To be, you know what I mean? We make poems and shit, and then we shoot guns. You know what I mean? Niggas can't fight nowadays. So a lot of these niggas talking this shit. They can't, they commit, again, every, and I'm sure in the next couple of years, what I say now, and these rappers, about these rappers and what they've said, in a couple of years from now, shit's going to fucking turn sideways and they're going to go, you know, Lil Yachty's going to say, yo, man, a lot of these niggas are boring me again with this fuck, or Tyler Crater will go, you know what, man, I'm going to go on Hot Wings. I thought that, I think, I'm, I've seen multiple interviews in, with Tyler the Creator where he specifically just was silly he was just silly and it just didn't really like there's no real groundbreaking fucking revelations to his music or his promotions or whatever i just i don't know i remember like he he was doing like he had like concerts or no he did he didn't do concert he had like a fucking what was it 
golf wings, flog fucking camp doing like he he did like a, he had like ferris wheels and shit all that shit it's like well is that i mean i guess you could do concerts during the fucking uh the valley fair shit that you're doing but i don't know man like at a certain point i don't know at a certain point man i feel like with music being forever transformed in this digital age uh, I feel like uh, what makes fucking hip hop and what and what I make nowadays, it has no room in this cloud chasing era of hip hop, man. If you, if you're so unique that you end up ostracizing yourself and you spend all your time writing music in a cave, you don't ha- really have time to promote shit, right? If you're on your craft and you're fucking always, you know, day in and day out writing. Or you're fucking, you know, you're getting producing or you're looking at instrumentals. You're getting the next sound. You're listening to the competition. You don't have a lot of time to be, even on stage, you don't even have a lot of time to do this. Because I feel like, like with with me, I don't want to do it. Like my buddy said he could hook up some shit where he could do some shows in LA. And I'm like... I don't even know, man, because like the moment I start doing shows and if I start, even if I start touring, like say everything goes well and I can sell out arenas and I could tour for years, I tour or tour for a year or so, get a whole year of booking shows and I do uh, 150 shows in a year and I'm making good money. At a certain point I go, but that whole year, I'm just rehashing the same material I'm sleeping on the road. You know, I may have time to fucking record here or there. But I feel like it would be rushed. And I feel like with a lot of these artists that do shows, and I got these artists in in the city, in the Winnipeg, these artists that do shows uh, every couple of weeks. They do shows once a month, maybe every week. Every weekend, they're doing something. I go, yo, when was the last time you made something? Like, I mean, an actual album. These dudes haven't made shit since 2018, 2019. You know what I mean? It's been four or five years since you had anything that's actually you made of that was new. And I feel like, man, I don't want to roll into that. All right? And, and again, I know I'm fucking... I, I, I want to get to... Well, to the point where I've... Last five years, I've made five albums. Right, so each year I made an album. I'm coming consistently with an album. Now, I remember when Lil Wayne was doing his shit, and he made like nine fucking albums in that one in a couple years or whatever. He made like mixtapes here and that, and it was crazy. I can't do that. You know, I mean, I got a job. I I have to do. I'm. I don't have the. If if guaranteed though, if I got famous enough to quit my day job and to the. There would be there'd be more abundance of music coming. I don't know if I'd be doing more shows or I might have to fall into that. But with a full time job, fronting all the money from what I make in my regular day job, fucking paid. You know, I mean, most people aren't paid what they're worth. Most people are struggling. Most people haven't. I've been putting my as far as my label goes, Cash Leaders and Medium J's music. Consistently, I've been paying for promotions, paying for studio time. It's all me writing my own lyrics, doing all of this shit. 
all of that I can handle. Now, if I had to add in touring and this and that, it would be all me still. And it's just at a certain point, it gets to the point where it's like a yeah, balancing act, right? You got that fucking balance and you're trying to juggle too many things and you end up fucking falling. And, and sure, it could work out. And if it does work out, it's amazing. But most people fucking, it's, it's limited to the 1% of artists, right? That really make it. There's dudes that make millions of stream, you know, millions of streams. You know, what I mean, they got monthly listeners on Spotify, million, two point five million, two, three million here, six million there. But I've never heard of them. I, I, you know, I can't even really listen to their song for more than two to three minutes. So again, I, I ask myself, I go like, who's list, who's listening to this shit, right? Are they just gaming the algorithm? Do they, you know, pay to get placed in like multiple different playlists so they're spreaded all around so that no matter what you're going to hear them? I don't know. I, I feel like uh, I, I kind of want to quit this shit, man. And uh, yeah, like it, it, as an artist, man, like if you spend too much time, I guess, in the studio writing and making and producing you become a stranger to the public. You know what I mean? Like a tree doesn't fall in the woods if no one hears it, man. You can be making gold, man. And there's some dudes out there that make really good music. Really, the guy that I made the song Crystals with, and I wanted to put him on, but again, I don't even have a platform to really fucking change people's life yet. But I do get like like the shaggy kind of shit where it's like, he made songs with just regular dudes, and he was real famous. And I'm kind of getting, you know, a couple thousand, you know, people listening to me every month, a couple, couple thousand here and there, hundreds, you know, on the low end. But it's like, that's a lot, that's a big step up from when I first started. When I first started, I was begging people to just to listen. When I first started, it was hard. You know what I mean? It was hard at the beginning. It's hard when you rap with no fans. You know what I mean? You have to like trick people into, oh, yeah, I got Lil Wayne on my track. Do you? Yeah. Give it a listen. Oh, it's fire, but Lil Wayne ain't in that shit. Oh, yeah. Well, now you're looking. Thanks for, you know, thanks for supporting your boy. All right. Uh, it's a good song anyways, right? And, uh, like, when, uh, what Soldier Boy did back in the day, he got fucking, he he said he would, on the LimeWire shit, he knew people were just downloading shit on LimeWire, so he'd go, like, 50 Cent in the club. But then it's it's Soldier Boy's, it's Soldier Boy's uh, fucking... That, that one hit song that he has is uh, crank that. So he'd go like, all right, it's uh, the the Missy Elliott, you know, the new the new fucking Dr. Dre shit. It's the new Eminem shit, but it's Soldier Boy, you know. And so he'd label, he'd just change the name on the on the LimeWire downloads, and it's like you can't get mad at him because you're illegally downloading the music anyways. And I thought that's a genius way to promote it. I I I, I think I I look at shit like that, and I was on a promotion run with this new album saddle up i was kind of doing some shit where i'm like i like what i'm doing right like i was just fucking around i went like i think i went five days online it's not real clearly i have five days where i'm like yo my buddies tied me down i'm listening to nothing but the radio and i'm like slowly going insane it's a, as a weird promo it was like i was kind of like thinking of myself as like i guess the digital uh david blaine doing a a, a weird you know one of those, uh, I guess, stunts or magician tricks, whatever they do, the David Blaine, Chris Angel shit, real fucking stunts. But 
not re- obviously not real it's fucking idea yeah i get tied down i didn't really even address how i was eating i was just tied down but i did like a lot of shit and then just tag saddle up at the end i don't know if that even worked because i didn't have any links i didn't i fucked up not putting link i should just said saddle up link and link to check it out i feel like uh nowadays in this day and age a lot of people just don't care unless you're in their face unless you're like legitimately i don't know you have like clout or if i if i could, if i bought a fat chain and a nice watch i'm sure i'm sure some people would come around i'm sure of it if i fucking hired a fucking chick with a fat ass to just sit on sit next to me on the podcast and go you're making some decent points you know what i mean yeah fuck these niggas these niggas suck if I just hired a you know fat ass chick, video vixen chick to shake her ass in my videos, people would go, you know what, this guy's actually fucking, oh dude, this rapper's fucking pretty fucking tight, and I just, it it hurts my soul when I, when I think of that, shit. it hurts my soul. So, again with this last uh, album that I made, man, I, and and I I kind of know that. I'm probably never gonna get famous. And deep down in the back of my mind, I know that it's fucking nice. Be nice to get recognized for good music and making good music. I put my heart and soul into this shit. Uh, with all everything I do, I put a lot of money into it. But when you know, when you're at the studio, you know, struggling to get your scrape your money together to finish the album so that you can get it out there as soon as possible to your fans, and you're like, you sit down and you go, "Fuck, man." I gotta fucking still get out there. I still gotta put the money to the promotion. I still gotta fucking, keep, I gotta be on it. And and again, I'm not complaining because I I love this life and I love the how easy it is and how easy it is to a- access my music. If it was uh, in the '90s or '80s or '90s, I wouldn't even be making music to be to be honest. If it was if it was back in the day, I would have to wait for the gatekeepers. To really sign me so that I can get enough fucking this and that so that somebody, you know, can get me into the stores and, and you know, because there's no digital, it's all physical copies back in the day. So I'm, I'm really grateful for the fact that there, it is. But again, with everybody being able to make music, there are some people that just shouldn't make music. And there are famous people. They're famous. They could be famous. They can make millions of fans all around the world. But like, they don't really make music they, they kind of tell like maybe stories maybe they're better at like telling like horror core you know what i mean they're they, a lot of dudes fucking like i'm dropping bodies i'm doing it i'm I keep you under that fucking shit it's like yo if you kind of sound like somebody and i say i sound like drake lil wayne that's that's just try to get the algorithm going right i get people to listen to me i'm i'm still in the uh soldier boy phase where i'm trying to trick people into listening to my music so that they go this is actually good even though he lied to me right like there's a lot of times when it's like it's easier to well, well back in the day they and this isn't back in the day it's 10 years ago but i'm dating myself now but i remember like lil wayne would lil wayne would make good albums right and before every album that he would do, he would go on all of the famous dude songs throughout that year, right? All of those dudes that fucking, you know, the racks on racks on racks, dude. You know, he'd go on No Ceilings or, or Sorry for the Wait, you know, a Chief Keef beat here, or this, uh, you know, whatever famous shit, he'd take it and he'd go on it and he, was ra- and he would rap his ass off. And he'd go like, man, 
arguably this is probably better than that sh- song that we listen. That's been, he's better than that shit. He's Little Wayne was better than that shit. And you go fuck. But even then, Little Wayne, with as famous as he was, he still had that. He had to fucking get people to listen to him. And he was fucking. You know, he was famous since the fucking nineties or the early eighties or late eighties, early nineties. He was famous. And he still had to like every you gotta rally the troops, you gotta get people in there. And I feel like I don't know, I'm missing something. I am it's clearly it's clear that I'm missing something and I don't know what it is. It's like the clout, yeah, for sure it's clout. I you know what the fuck it's clout. Clear clearly, you know what I mean? I don't have like if I show up somewhere, people aren't, you know, applauding, right? If I if I do something, if if I did do a show tomorrow, it would be I'd be relying on you know fucking people the walk-ins right I'd be the uh, bringers bring your friends to your show bring your thing tell them you know because they don't know me <laughs> you know what I mean I don't have the the household name and a lot of these dudes uh that I I don't know them a lot of these dudes that do shows and shit I, I never heard of these dudes before. But they can, you know, sell a fucking 50 to 100 place club or whatever. And I go like, man, I look at that and I kind of get jealous. You know, if I'm being honest, I'll get jealous. But then I go like, I can't see myself doing the same songs for years. I can't see myself performing the same songs because... Every artist does, no matter how famous, you know, the le- le- legends, Kiss, fucking, you know, Queen, these bands, Queen, even Drake. I'm sure Drake has to fucking go, I gotta sing the motto again, or I gotta sing forever again, right? right? I did that shit like 20 years ago type shit. Did that shit 10, 15 years ago. I gotta fucking... Do the uh, hold on, we're going home. Yeah, so I gotta do the hotline bling again. Ah, <sighs> give me, a, you know, it's one of those give me a drink. Like, <sighs> and I feel like if I find myself doing that, like where I'm like, I start to hate like my hit songs, it kind of fucking it's a weird catch 22 where. Yeah, you're famous. Yeah, everybody likes you. Yeah, fucking you're fucking packing out the arena and you're selling out shows, but you're doing the hits. Whereas like, you're like, fuck, I can't sell. uh, I can't sell anybody on my new shit, right? Nobody fucking likes my new shit, right? And if you're always chart topping, you're always chart topping, come out with a dud. It kind of is a fucking, a slap in the face to begin with. And, I, and I'll, I'll leave the podcast, you know, I'm kind of ranting and kind of going on my own shit. Uh, but I feel like with every artist, this is words of wisdom for every artist out there, man. We all feel there's three ways you feel about a new release when you're doing something new. And it's the one, if it's worse than everything that you've ever done before in terms of, I guess you know, how you feel, like, you're like, ah, oh, fuck, it's not nearly as good as everything that I've ever done, you kind of look at yourself like you're shitty, and you go, fuck, 
why can't I do, why can't I cre recreate the success I had with music back in the day? Am I losing it? Am I, have I fallen off? You know, you know, I tried something new and it's not nearly as good as what I've done. It sucks and it's feeling bad. So that's why, you know, and then there's the other one where it's like, it falls right in line with your category. And again, you still feel kind of shitty if it falls right in line with your category and it's just, a, it's hitting the same kind of, you know, reach as what you're, you're used to. You still feel kind of shitty because you're not really pushing anything. You're not defining anything. You're not taking chances. You're just, you're, you're, you're in the factory producing the same product. Feels shitty. Third, it still feels shitty. This one feels shitty too in a different way. You, you do something that blows everything that you've ever done out of the water and you kind of still feel at the end of the day shitty but this is like the best this is arguably the best one but at the end of the day why a lot of these artists like Kurt Cobain and these, these dudes do drugs and die and you know what I mean they get depressed and drink themselves to death because if you're constantly reinventing the wheel and you're constantly hitting you're smashing your old shit you kind of go what the fuck was I doing in the past that made it so shitty? Like I was doing nothing up until now, right? So again, it's like in the three areas, obviously clearly the best one is you're constantly breaking through barriers, you're constantly breaking windows. But at the end of the day, you look at your past, uh, your past category and you go, fuck man, a lot of this shit ain't nearly as good as my new shit. And it does suck. So it's, again, a balancing act, but at the end of the day, it's easy to fucking say, all of this shit sucks. And again, it's just fucking poems. So, I don't know. I'm a very uh, scorcher theory kind of guy in, in terms of music where I'm like, you get, get real cynical, man, because I feel like, and I, and I heard comedians talk about this. Comedians talk about this where it's like the... Uh, the the, com the the comedian local headliner dude that just does his role right and he's just doing the the notes or if you talk like this like uh like what jay leno you know, I, jo I joked about this last week on the podcast jay leno you know you know you guys hear about this you guys hear about this you know what i mean what's the deal with airline food you know this jerry seinfeld type shit but if you keep doing that and you're, you're doing you're you're doing that same thing the same old you're talking like a comedian you know there's it's the same with music and especially with rap there's like a fucking thing anybody can rap and chances are like with that rich Brian guy the rich chigga he's uh, he's a, he's a rapper I wouldn't say he's fucking the best I listened to that song you know stay with uh, not stay with the stick that stick my song was stay with the stick different different completely different but that that stick song it was fucking trouble you know it was that fucking it's the it's a monotone delivery you know i'm i'm a, I'm a killer i'm a i'm a bad girl i'm a gorilla da, 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 and uh and uh pull up with a stick and uh hit you in a hit and he wasn't really a rapper to begin with, but he did. He you're able to take that kind of cadence that everybody's used to, and everyone can sound good, and you can do it. And you're and you're not rehashing anything, but you're you know you're doing it. And again, I don't know. It's just I sound real fucking cynical. I better I'm gonna end this with a fucking smoke. I feel like I I feel like because 
I'm going to have to, I got to get up. I'm going to Calgary next week. I might do a podcast with the homie. I might bring my microphone just to get and keep the podcast uh, episodes coming into you guys. Um, for the for the for the most part, I'm not that. I don't think I'm that cynical. I just think about sometimes. I go, if you're rehashing the same shit that everyone else has done, and you sound like a clone that sounds like a clone from another clone, in your songs you don't get to fucking say everybody sounds lame but me. You know what I mean? You're part of that. You're part of that shit. You're part of that trajectory, where it's like everybody's kind of doing the same thing. If you're doing the same thing and all your sound, songs sound the same, and you, Twenty One Savage, man, he said all y'all niggas sound, songs sound the same, in the, in a little way, little Wayne and and Two Chains. Again, if you had to, like a lot of the a lot of little Wayne songs sound the same, a lot of Two Chains songs sound the same, and a lot of Twenty One Savage. Rap, uh, rap songs sound the same. So again, you don't get, you know what I mean? Or I guess it's the cult. I don't know. It's the cult where it's like everybody, everybody's trying to, you know, brainwash you but us. You know, I guess, I guess that's it. I think I found it. I think I found it. Everybody sounds the same but us. Everybody, Everybody's lame but me. Everybody sucks but me. Yeah. That's been the weekend show with Medium J, man. Everybody sucks but me, right? I just, I just wish I could fucking fall my fall in line to that type of fucking traje- trajectory. But again, I would probably fucking drown myself in a pool like Matthew Perry. At the end of the day, if I fucking woke up one day and I went, "God damn, dude, everything I everything I was is a lie. I don't even like these friends." 